Morning Majlis. Talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is is Pulse95. This is Pulse95, 15th of February 2023. We're observing the International Childhood Cancer Day. And it's all about the awareness. It's all about understanding uh, access to education, access to medication and access to for us to understand it a bit more and to brief us. We're very, very kindly joined by Dr. Iman Ashamsi from the Al-Qasami Women and Children's Centre, the head of the department uh, responsible uh, for uh, this particular area. Thank you very, very much for joining us uh, this morning. Thank you, Abdelkarim, for the invitation. It's a pleasure to have you in the studios again. And uh, this time we're focusing a lot more on the ICCD, um, the the importance of this day uh, and how this has been promoted here in the United Arab Emirates as well. Yeah, so the um, ICCD, it is the International Childhood Cancer Day. And actually it is organized by uh, ICCD. And this is a big organization. Um, uh, actually, it is uh, founded by a family of uh, patients with cancer. Mm-hmm. And the main aim, it is the way, uh, raise the awareness. Raise the awareness and raise the appreciation of the patient access to treatment, especially on mid- and low-income country, whereas we observe the, surv- uh, the survival of the children is dropping from 80% to 20%. So uh, we are aiming to equalize the care all over the world. Mm. And uh, what are some of the uh, biggest challenges that are facing children and their families, both in terms of treatment and post-treatment care? So uh, if you will go by step by step, we'll say first to uh, be aware about the signs and symptoms of the cancer. So early recognition of the cancer, it is very important. Uh, maybe on the adulthood, we can see a lot of campaign for breast cancer sur- surveillance, for colon cancer, and there is actually a test to uh, discover the cancer. For children, we don't have that. We have the awareness for signs and symptoms. So each uh, parent and each uh, individual in, uh, in the community should be aware about what is the sign and symptoms of cancer and when he need to go and access the healthcare. This is the first step. Uh, and then the second step usually how you refer this patient as fast as you can to uh, a specialized hospital because sometimes they just keep going from one physician to other physician. We call it like uh, shopping. Mm. Uh, so it is very important to uh, recognize this sign and symptoms, decide this is a war- uh, this is warning of sign uh, of cancer and you refer it to the specialized person to diagnose them and start the treatment uh, as early as possible. I want to touch upon the prevalence here and uh, the level of treatment that can be offered by Al-Qasimi Women and Children's Centre because you know when when people come up with this when they come up to this realization that you know god forbid their child has cancer it's panic mode they don't know what to do they don't know should they run to gp can insurance cover it should they have had insurance before uh, so what kind of uh, service is on offer at your center and have you dealt with insurance and everything before yeah uh, so um, i was just checking last night the the last uh, mm. national registry of cancer in uae actually it was before the COVID. So the last one, it was two, uh, 2019. The upcoming, it will be uh, this year, inshallah. Uh, so the worldwide it is between uh, 0.5 to 4.6%. Right. Uh, here we are getting 2.9. So it is like on the highest uh, rate, but it's still on the range uh, worldwide. 
Um, and the commonest one, actually, the leukemia. So it is counting for 35% of the all the childhood cancer. Mm. And then the brain tumor on 11% and then the other. Uh, so we have a good number, actually. It is uh, going to the highest one, uh, but still uh, in the range. Um, uh, we just very early on Qasimi uh, uh, women and children, we just starting the, actually the service. So we diagnose the children on the hospital and then we refer them to the uh, main center. So the main center in UAE, it is um, Tawam mm. in Abu Dhabi and uh, Sheikh Khalifa Medical Center in, uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi. So one in Lain, one in Abu Dhabi, and there is a small center in Dubai. So basically, they provide all the service, including from diagnostic test, from uh, chemotherapy, the conventional chemotherapy, traditional one, and then the target therapy, the immune therapy. And, um, um, and actually, it is kind of covered. Um, through um, a program called Mandate Program. Mm. And this is created by Sheikh Zayed, uh, may, uh, may Allah bless his soul, uh, and cover actually all the financial mm. burden of this uh, disease. And again, um, insurance covered, some kind of insurance, high come uh, insurance actually covered. So we have um, um, small centers on private cover cancer actually. So we have distributed from Dubai and Abu Dhabi. We have uh, several small units on private hospital. Right. Can you please talk to us about the latest developments in childhood uh, cancer research and treatment and how these are improving the outcomes for children with cancer? Yeah. Um, in childhood cancer, we are very sophisticated, actually, more than the adult. Mm -hmm. So we try to get them um, um, as mu as less toxicity as we can. Uh, so we try to characterize them according to many um, uh, tests. So we start to cut, actually, some of the treatment. We used to treat leukemia, all kind of leukemia the same. Now we have uh, very low risk low risk and very high risk and highest risk. So we try to put them because not all the children are the same, not all the cancer is the same. So it is um, not correct to give a very high, uh, a very low risk uh, child uh, with leukemia. A chemo should be given to a high risk child. So by that, by categorizing the children, you give less chemo, you, you are getting a survivor with less toxicity. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is many research with the immunotherapy. Uh, we are not uh, that much as adult, but we have a lot of disease. Uh, immunotherapy is there for them uh, and target therapy. So target therapy go directly and target uh, the cancer cell. So you get rid of a lot of side effect and uh, destruction of other organ in the body. Um, uh, we used to use uh, bone marrow transplant a lot uh, on childhood cancer. Now we are going for leukemia, especially something called CAR T cell. So CAR T cell basically uh, when you get uh, a lymphocyte from the child itself, so his own immune system and you take it to the laboratory, you uh, modify it so to target uh, the cancer cell and you put it again on the child and it will go directly and target the cancer cell and destroy it. And this is actually a curable and it was started around 2009. It is not yet in UAE. It is mainly on a specific center in the, uh, in the world, but we, are, we have the access to uh, refer these children to the centers. And any specific plans of, of, uh, of promoting the awareness? Um, you know, what are the challenges that we face at the moment and uh, how are we addressing it? <clears throat> 
so the uh, the workload you know mm. <laughs> the number of pediatric oncologists is uh, three, like it is a rare disease so we cons- uh, the pediatric oncologists also a rare mm. specialty so um, i always face like the resident pediatric resident saying we uh, this is very depressing uh, right, yeah. field we don't want to go through although i am saying don't see only the floor where the active treatment is there, see the survival clinic. So survival clinic, it's giving a lot of hope. And a lot of our children, they are actually survival. Uh, so uh, we usually invite the survivor to talk about themselves. And we have like a, a survival to adulthood with their, they have children, they get to, they, they get uh, through the education and their job. So we ask them to come and promote for the awareness, to give the hope. First, it is a treatable disease. We have access to all medication. And if you go through the uh, proper channel, you will get your, uh, your child safe. Um, uh, we are trying to raise awareness through school. Uh, again, we are targeting the family first, mm-hmm. and then we'll target the children. Uh, so we are targeting the family, so we're trying to do um, um, uh, like a kind of presentation to uh, family. Actually, last year I did it in Dubai. And uh, they dis- they uh, they record the video and they distribute it aco- to the network of that school. And I get a lot of question and concern from the parent. Actually, a lot of suggestion. One of the parents suggests, like, why school nurse she's not aware about the signs and symptoms. And yeah, uh, mm. so this year we thought this suggestion is very valid. So we're aiming to do a, um, a workshop for the school nurses to get um, uh, on hand how she is she can get uh, detect the cancer like by sign and symptoms mm. itself. Uh, so um, so through uh, the survival, actually, we are using the survival. Now the social media is very active mm. and um, uh, people, they are worrying like this is uh, the, re- uh, the, uh, the cancer number is increasing. Actually, people, they are coming up. It is not the cancer rate is increasing. And this is again, uh, raise the awareness. Um, we face a lot of uh, stigmata in the school, uh, especially for children who need an amputation for their uh, part of their body. And um, and again, when a, ch- when a survival coming up and he's champion on dancing or football and he have uh, one leg is amputated and he have the prosthetic uh, limb, mm. he again give that feeling this is normal, mm. um, different is normal, we are equal. Um, so uh, children, they are going back to school. So um, uh, actually they have a lot of challenge and uh, a lot of parents ask me if I go and do the awareness for the school, uh, for the children, for their class, just to make sure and this child, he is not uh, exposed to any bullying during the school. So going back to school, going back to the work, the social media promote a lot of awareness. I can't begin to imagine how heartbreaking it is to to have a child with cancer uh, for the child uh, him himself or for the parent to watch your child go through this. So what kind of advice would you give uh, the parents uh, or caregivers of children with cancer and what are the resources um, that are available to help support uh, the children during this difficult time and the, the family as well? Yeah. So um, I did a lot of counseling on my life and mm. each uh, parent and each family and each child is different. Mm. 
um, it is very important that uh, you recognize this when you do the, uh, the counseling. Uh, I always say, all the mother, they are saying, we are not strong. We cannot handle it. Mm-hmm. Say, subhanAllah, the, the mother, she's the strongest in the family. Sure. And um, uh, like the husband now, he is the strongest, looks like. Maybe he is. Uh, but in the end, she will be the one with the child in the hospital. So she need to be um, uh, strong for him. So even saying you will be strong for your child, it's really make a, a matter for that mother. Uh, we are all here to help you. So you are not alone. Um, we are a physician, nurses, dietitian, physiotherapist, pharmacist, um, social worker, the admin. Everybody in the hospital is your family. And actually, we get attached to these families. Uh, we know all everybody in the family from the small one to the big one with the names. So that uh, that family, family feeling, it gives a lot of support to the family. Uh, the community should support. And this is what I was talking about, the school awareness and how the school can take care of the child. Um, uh, one of uh, the children I was treating, uh, I celebrate actually his end of treatment on the hospital. And then when he went to the KG, they celebrated there and everybody was giving him the gift. Uh, children in KG, they don't know what is cancer, but they, they know he was sick and now he is doing fine and he is back to school. So this kind of support from the hospital, from the family, it is very important uh, to get this family go through this journey and in, in the safest ways we can uh, say. Amazing. Now, I mean, you know, one question that comes to mind is, of course, when you, when you talk about the signs and symptoms, parents would something would also like to know that if if it was even detected before birth about the the, the, the concerns that could arise in the future, are there any tests that people can yeah, do? Yeah, when can we detect it and how? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So your question is about genetic, right? Mm. You are, yeah, uh, maybe. I, genetic, can, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. it's a concern, So the, the things about genetic is only 5% is mm. a cancer predisposing or a gene that causes the cancer. Um, some children we know from the beginning, they may have a higher risk to have yeah. cancer, like Down syndrome children. So children with um, specific uh, syndrome, they are more prone to cancer. So usually we put them on surveillance and surveillance means they have a regular follow-up every three months or six months to the hospital. We examine them. Sometimes we need to do um, ultrasound or some kind of imaging or blood test. So we know this category from uh, children who are having syndrome and we know that. Um, um, in general, uh, and population is only 5%. Like international, it is a 5% we can have a cancer predisposing apart from the syndrome itself. Um, so there is no such test. Um, it is basically the sign and symptoms. Um, um, an adult, uh, it is considered a, like uh, a silent disease, right? Mm. So um, it will be um, it just uh, it will be noisy when it is already spread everywhere and have the sign and symptoms. And children actually, uh, it it much earlier you can find the uh, sign and symptoms. Um, imagine a child with leukemia, and leukemia it is a uh, blood cancer. So his um, um, immunity it will be low, his uh, hemoglobin it will be low, he will be anemic, and um, uh, he will have some bruises and uh, bleeding. So it is very early. He cannot handle these symptoms for a long time. So actually the symptom itself, it will get you an early to the hospital. It's very important to differentiate these symptoms of, from the 
the normal other uh, disease symptoms. If I say the child pale or he's like anemic, this is very common symptoms, right? Mm. Uh, most of our children, they have iron deficiency anemia. So they should not be like panic uh, if he is pale. But if she, definitely if he's pale, she need to take him to the physician because if it is iron deficiency anemia or this cancer should be treated. Mm. Uh, so going to the hospital, if you recognize your child have symptoms, it is very important. We get a lot of uh, children coming with uh, um, a mass on the, their tummy. And actually, the mother just discovered when she is doing it, giving the bath. Yeah. Uh, so uh, in children um, below five years, um, one of the commonest is abdominal tumor. And actually, it's very easy to detect. You just feel a mass. And most of our children, they are really very slim. So you can see it even if you don't touch it. So it's very important. If you are worried about anything, you go and go to your uh, primary, at least your primary health center. Uh, So your general uh, pediatrician or general GP. And um, uh, he will detect if this is something like serious or this is like something common. He simply can treat it on the clinic. Mm, well, lots to learn and lots to observe. And uh, and thank you very much for joining us and enlightening us. And uh, we wish you all the very best in the in the work that you do, uh, Dr. Iman. And uh, we wish the team uh, and a big shout out to the team from the Al Qasimi Women and Children Center who would be tuning in this morning. And lots of questions have been come through, have been coming through. Well, thank you very much for joining us, and uh, we wish you all the very best, and see you soon. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. If you'd like to catch this discussion as a podcast, you can do so on Spotify, SoundCloud and Apple Podcast. All you have to do is search for The Morning Majlis. Stay tuned to Pulse95. Something to talk about.